You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, how to transform your way of thinking so that you can create the life you want to live. Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage, how to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. Namaste. I am Gloria Grace Rand, and I'm so delighted to have a guest with us on the show today who is going to be chatting about the subconscious mind, because that is what she specializes in, some of her work that she does. So first, I want to welcome Krishna Avalon to Live, Love, Engage. Welcome. Thank you so much. Good morning. Um, well, I'm glad to have you here. And for those of you listening and or watching on YouTube, let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a subconscious transformation guide, transformational business coach, a trained psych K facilitator, life and relationship coach, licensed and credentialed acupuncturist as well. And she has coached over 22,000 clients to become their best and most empowered versions of themselves through a unique process of transforming the subconscious mind. So I thought maybe we'd start off with that a little bit. Um, and, and just wondering, as you've gotten on, on this journey and doing the work you're doing, what actually um, attracted you to do like subconscious transformation coaching, I guess, is what you're doing now. It is. And I know that's a little bit of a mouthful, but the process I was trained in is called Psych K and I'm not psyched about that name. It does stand for psychology plus kinesiology. Um, But what we're essentially doing in the process is expanding, creating an expansion of the subconscious mind. And that allows people to peacefully unattach from trauma or stress essentially create a new pathway in the mind to have a different experience. And then you can also use that same process to expand your beliefs because all of us are creating life from limited self-sabotaging beliefs. And usually we're unaware of them and you don't have to know what your limiting beliefs are. You just need to look at your life and be like, am I feeling stuck? Am I still triggered? Do I wish I were creating more in these areas of my life? Yeah, it's. I know I've I've learned that if you don't like something about yourself, or, or the way you can tell that maybe something needs to change, is just take a look at what your life is like right now. And if things aren't quite the way you want them to be, that's when you need to maybe look deeper and figure out what's going on. And that's where I know someone like you uh, can come in handy uh, for helping them. So what? What actually got you interested in doing that type of work? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I have been an acupuncturist for 20 years before people even really knew what acupuncture was. And that for me was the first thing in my life that was an all the way yes, that I didn't doubt myself on at all. I just trusted it and followed it 1000%, all based on intuition at a really young age. And then 
becoming a mother was the second thing I never doubted and was very natural. And then this third thing was this process. And when I started hearing about the subconscious mind and learning about it through podcasts and my own reading, I became obsessed because the subconscious mind, as I understand and keep hearing, it creates 90 to 95% of our lives. And so for me and someone um, who spent most of my life lost, not understanding why I couldn't do this, that, and the other, have healthy relationships that weren't stressful, be unblocked entirely with, you know, my career has always felt very clear and natural and aligned, but it's like the personal relationships for me were my challenge and what I've come here to try to learn. And so for all people, it comes down to a limited self-worth and a limited feeling of deservingness. And that just comes from the fact that we haven't experienced something and then we were never shown it. And then these small contracted beliefs got reinforced to us all through our lives from people, from the movies we watch, from the music we listen to. And so when I found this tool, it helped me so much so quickly in ways that I've never been able to get to before. So naturally I wanted to train in it, but um, it was really when the pandemic hit and everything shut down that I was like, ding, and that intuition came online and I looked into who was maybe teaching. There's one woman here in Portland. She was my teacher all through the pandemic. I did all four intensives and I ended up buying her house. This is the house that she taught in for 12 years. Yeah. And lived for 25. And um, yeah, even the story of how I came into the house and the timing and everything was just, it was magic. So it was just like, yes, 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 yes. Wow. And now I get to these other people that um, have been acupuncture patients for a while, but this is like the stuff that I know at the core and the foundation is going to help them heal and grow the quickest. Wow. Um, I would love to hear the story about how you got into the house, because that that just sounds very intriguing to me. And and I love to hear stories about synchronicities because I've I've experienced a lot of that in my own life. And uh, and I think it'll be helpful for those listening. So if you wouldn't mind, I would love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah, I'm so glad we went in this direction. So when I was taking, I think it was my fourth training here in the house. My daughter had to come with me for the first two of the four days because her dad was off grid um, adventure biking. And so I had just found out maybe two days prior that the school that I wanted her to go to coming out of like just virtual school, which she never wanted to do, was this school that was less than a mile away. And this is a part of town I've never hung out in. I've always lived in Northeast Portland ever since I lived here. So for 11 years. And so this was just like a whole new area for me. And so when my teacher had said, oh yeah, I'm going to be retiring and moving to Mexico. I'm going to sell my house. Just in my mind, I was like, oh, well, that would be so cool. I could just buy this place. And um, so she kind of showed me around while we were here, but then, you know, we both were just like leaving it up to the universe. I was going to leave the August following. And so was she. I listed my house at a time when everyone told me it was going to sell in one second it did not sell. After two months of being on the market, a lowball offer that fell through, and my business had four offers. I was gonna, I just thought I was done. Nope. 
And so it turned out is that to make a long story short, all these other things need to happen in that house, in that neighborhood. My daughter's father reunited with his son that he hadn't seen in forever. He came through and stayed with us for seven weeks there before we split up as a family. So that was very important. My daughter got to meet her brother. He got a job in that neighborhood so he could walk to work. He hadn't had a regular job in a long time. So like when you're praying, not just for yourself, but for the greaterness of your family, like these things had to play out so that everybody was supported. Then my realtor said, you should list your house again before the beginning of the year. We weren't going to list until February. So we scrambled to get it together. We got four offers on the first day, all cash, all way over. Oh, oh my goodness. I know. And then I was just going to rent because I I actually thought that it would just be less stressful. And then I'm looking into houses and I'm like, oh my God, I should just buy. And so I really thought my teacher had already sold. And then I just happened to look through my junk folder and she had written an email three weeks earlier that said, oh, I'm about to move to Mexico and sell my house. And I was like, wait, what? So I went on Redfin, saw it wasn't live. So I wrote to her and I was like, hey, I thought you like left already. Did you sell your house? I don't see it on Redfin. And she's like, no, I had it on there for a month and I didn't have any offers. And so I was like, I hope you get exactly what you want. I just got so much more money than I even needed for my house. And here's what I can offer you at max. And she was like, I want, I want you to have it. And so da, 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 da. And it's a row house. And like, I turned the lower level into my clinic and coaching space so that I can feel my daughter and she just walks home from school. And so everything about it was just like amazing. The timing, mm-hmm. yes, it, you know, when something happens and you don't understand why things are falling apart, but you can look back and it all makes sense. I mean, that's such a blessing. <laughs> so it is absolutely. And, and I think also part of that, and, and it's something that I've learned how to do is that you, you sort of let go and, and we're just kind of like, you know, if it happens, it doesn't happen or whatever, but you weren't like, you know, really tied to it. Cause I think that's what, when sometimes people, when they really want something badly, it, it, in a way, it almost chases it away because they're, they're clinging to it. But I think that you were just able to go with the flow and just, you know, trust that everything was going to work out and that it was able to do that. So that's so cool. Um, let's, let's go back a little bit more now to, to talking about the work that you're doing. And I know one of the things that um, you, I guess, you know, in dealing with the, the subconscious mind, and this is something that I've, I've learned about is, um, you know, they always say the expression, you know, you can't change an old, or what is it, can't teach an old dog new tricks, but actually there, you can, and I, and we've even taught, we have an old dog who has learned new tricks, but in people, with people as well, um, because of something called neuroplasticity. Can you, Tell our audience a little bit about what that is and and how it does help us to be able to make changes. Yeah. Yeah. So neuroplasticity is just the brain's ability to have a new experience, to be adaptable, to be able to change. So when you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, you're just creating this very clear path in the forest in your mind. That doesn't mean that it's the best for you. And it doesn't mean that whatever story you're in is true. And so what we're doing with this, with the psyche process and the subconscious, you know, expansion 
is to be able to create a new pathway in the mind so that you can have a new experience. And then you reinforce that so that you're taking this new path easily and more quickly. And it's not that the old one goes away. You just don't really take that anymore. And you have this other new path to go down. And if it doesn't exist already in the subconscious, it won't happen in your life. It just won't. Yeah. Um, how do you help people specifically? So let's, let's say if, you know, someone is coming to you and they have, you know, something that they want to change about their life. Can you speak a little bit? I mean, I obviously can't go into all of it, but maybe just give our audience a little bit of an idea of what, what this process kind of looks like. Yeah, it's so simple. First of all, Gloria, I love that part about it. You're conscious. Mm -hmm. It's not like hypnotherapy. You're very conscious and people can come in knowing what they want to work with, or they can come in and not know, or have so many things and not sure where to focus. Doesn't matter. This is where having somebody to work with that's very intuitive and is a good listener and a space holder for you. That's everything because we can get to like three balances in one session rather than one, for instance, one balance in psyche is very powerful, but if you're able to get to two or three, so all one has to do is show up and we talk about what's going on in life. I'll ask somebody where they're feeling maybe stuck or triggered or what's taking up a lot of psychic space for them or where they're like just repeating thoughts that are not desirable or just frustrated. And that's usually the direction that people go to first because who doesn't have stress? Or triggered. And it doesn't have to be the most rooted, deep foundational thing. It could just be your neighbor that's bothering you every single day with their who knows what. And whatever is occupying the most headspace, when you're sitting in the balance, what usually happens is that what you need to receive, whatever information or whatever needs to release, it happens in that balance. And then after that first balance, people usually feel a lot more grounded and clear about which direction to go then. So we do balances in Psyche. Okay? And the whole goal of that balance is to create what's called a whole brain state. And that just means that the left and the right hemispheres of your brain are communicating coherently instead of one side ruling the show. And the process is very simple for the two balances that I would use the most with someone. Like if I'm just doing one to three sessions, we're probably just doing that balance where we're transforming a stress or trauma so that you can have a new path to move on. It's basically what we create is a peaceful non-attachment. So that means you can think about that stressful or triggering thing, be like, oh yeah, that happened instead of wanting to throw up about it or feeling <laughs> reactive or avoiding it because it's too painful. You're just, you're just able to move on and be like, oh yeah, that sucked and it <laughs> happened, right. but I'm a, I can move on now. And then the other balance I use the most is what's called a goal statement balance. And for that, we just talk about what you want. So a lot of times that transformation of stress balance, I feel like it clears the path, like gets rid of some debris that's in the way. And then we can talk about what you want. Yesterday, I did like two transformation, maybe three transformation of stress balances and one goal statement in a session with, with someone. And we just talk about what you want. 
And I love that part too, because we can talk about what's super stressful and traumatic, but the way we create the best is focusing on what we want. Now, you've been using the word balance. And so for me, I have in mind, um, you know, I mean, there's like, you know, maybe physically balancing, you know, like, like say if you're balancing in one foot or something like that. So, but how are you really defining balance in terms of this? Yeah. The balance of the left and the right hemisphere okay. Okay. of your cerebral cortex specifically, but just the left and the right brain okay. coming together to work together essentially okay. so that yeah. your whole brain state. And that part is so simple. It's amazingly, and we do use muscle testing. That's the kinesiology, the K of this K. So we muscle test both before the balance and after to make sure there's been a shift. Mm, Very cool. Um, What gets you really excited about the work you're doing? I get to help. I basically feel that my mission or purpose or like love language is to hold space for people to feel empowered as the creators of their lives. And that's so freaking exciting because I feel and have experienced that we are limitless as beings Mm -hmm. and you mostly will find people who feel like in some way, like my life is good. I should be grateful for what I have. And yes, you should. You could also, if you could imagine this, imagine how much more beauty you can experience. How much more love can you give and receive? How much more money can you make doing what you love? How much more inspiring can you feel or be? And so, um, yeah, for me, that's, what my medicine is in the world. For some people, it's, you know, being out there protesting and fighting and using their voice and speaking their anger. And I've got, I've done all that inside with myself, with my inner child, worked with my wounding, worked with my lineage stuff. And then I've integrated that with these tools. And now I get to help other people do that. So for me, that's my medicine in the world. What do you find, or or let me put it a different way. Do you find that your, the clients who come to you, do they have a common, uh, say problem perhaps that they come to you for that you seem to help them work through and, and what would that be? That's a great question. And yes, it's always about some worthiness or deservingness. People don't feel worthy of this, that, and the other because they've never experienced it. And your conscious mind might say to you, you deserve to be treated this way by a lover or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a man or whatever. But if your subconscious is very contracted because it's never had that experience, you won't believe that you actually deserve healthy love healthy connection, love that makes your heart sing, you know, clear communication, um, feeling held and safe. So I work with that kind of stuff a lot. And then even deserving. So sometimes worthy or deserving people will have a word that they feel more connected to, or just that resonates stronger. So we'll often talk about what people want. And then we create a goal statement, which just means what belief 
do you want to create in your subconscious mind so that it's actually a possibility for most people when they get to the goal statement it's like they might get goosebumps or they lit up or I can see their eyes get bigger and brighter. And I'm like, is that what you want? And they're like, yes. Even if you don't believe it all the way, that's okay. What do you, what's the belief that you want to have so that you're actually able to create life from that place? Cause right now you're creating life from whatever beliefs that you're in. And again, you don't need to know what your limiting places are. We get to that when we're talking. I think that is a, really important piece because I think so much of, and I can even just in, in my own journey that I've gone on, I think it, it can be frustrating. I think sometimes for people because they, they know they want to make a change, but then they, yeah, they know they've got something or other that's going on, but they don't know necessarily what it is. And I think that's great that you can say, it's okay. <laughs> we don't, well, you know, we'll get there. And, and not to, to worry about that so much, because I, I think maybe that sometimes even keeps people from getting the help they, they may need because they're, they don't know what they don't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, what? Uh, I just want to speak to that a little. Yeah, because yeah go for it. Because in conscious mind talk therapy, which is not fun for most people. I'm not attracted to it because I don't want to talk about yucky stuff. Mm -hmm. I just want to have the tools to be able to move on. Yeah. And so yeah. when you are working with the subconscious, it doesn't have to take five or 10 or 15 years or 20 years. <laughs> you can actually start experiencing change by being able to move on very quickly, like immediately for most mm -hmm. people. That's awesome. What are you curious about right now? Mm. I'm definitely curious about human potential. I am curious about having the best presence and tools to be a parent to my teenager as I continually heal my teenage child. You know, for so many of us, those were like the best and the worst of times. And that's exactly mm -hmm. what went through. So curious about that. I'm curious about how many of us can focus on the change that we want to see in the world rather than everything that's wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm always curious about nature. That's my church and where mm -hmm. things make sense for me. Um, I'm curious about how much love I can experience and how much I can receive. That feels amazing for me. And, um, yeah, I'm thinking about getting, not because I want to be a therapist, I'm thinking about getting my, um, LCSW. So my licensed clinical social work degree, just so I can bring this conscious mind stuff to a greater audience and then use the subconscious tools to help people make change. So off the top of my head. <laughs> Sounds something. good. I like that. I like that. Um, is there anything that I should have asked you about with regards to you know the work that you're doing that I haven't? Or and or is there any uh, anything else you think is important for people to know about um, about the subconscious and and about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I. Do you want people to know that 
the subconscious and the nervous system's jobs are to seek information out in the world to reinforce your beliefs and to make sure that you're quote unquote safe and right quote unquote. And that doesn't mean that you are right. And that doesn't mean that those beliefs are good for you. It just means that that's their job. And so all of the stuff that you are seeing in the world, sight, sound, touch, smell is reinforcing your beliefs. So you can imagine if you're not feeling safe, if you don't trust who you are, if you don't believe you're deserving or worthy of love exactly as you are, no matter what your experience is, you're going to keep having those stories reinforced to you all day, every day. And yeah, there are gentle ways that, you know, this, this work is going to be the biggest and the quickest, but the ways that you can reinforce or start working with your subconscious on your own are to visualize and practice feeling what you want to experience more of in the world. So the subconscious likes visuals and images. They're more impactful than words. So if you can do that in the morning before you get out of bed and at night when you're super sleepy, the easiest way to access the subconscious most impactfully is in that theta state of the brain where we're most open is when we're almost in that dreamy, sleepy state. So you could, you know, if you do nothing else, you can practice that. You could make a vision board of the images of how you want your life represented. I just did one myself for the different areas of life. No words though. Mm -hmm. You have to add to that some kind of action. So you don't just sit back and wait for it. You have to do other stuff. So whether it's clearing the obstacles from your life that keep you from that and or doing something like Psyche K and the meditation I just talked about. So those are some tricks to use on your own. And then the subconscious loves repetition. So again, if you're reinforcing something that's self-sabotaging or limiting, or are you reinforcing something that's going to expand you and help you grow, receive more love, et cetera? Absolutely. And I can attest to the fact that that absolutely works because I have been doing the visualization for probably a good six weeks for a retreat that I just conducted. And, and I was, especially I was visualizing like the drive home and just being so happy. And Mm -hmm. Sunday night I was driving home and I was just so happy. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, it worked. (laughs) (laughs) Love that so much. That's wonderful. So if someone is listening to this and would like to learn more about you and about Psych K and, and the work that you're doing, what's the best place for people to reach out to you? Yeah. And this, the beautiful thing about this work is it can be done virtually. So when I'm muscle testing with someone, I'm just asking for permission to muscle test on someone's behalf. I'm not channeling your energy or anything like that. I'm just mm-hmm. asking for permission. Um, but everything's on my website about me, about my training, about what Psych K is, why the subconscious is the gold in my opinion, for um, everything in being a creator of your life. And then I do post in Instagram stories, a lot of testimonials, patients 
love to hear that. And I feel like that's the best way for people to understand what's possible in this work. And then I have a LinkedIn page that I will look at sometimes. Right. And your website, is that your name? Yeah, everything's just my name, Krishna Avalon. Okay, excellent. Well, I will have that information in the show notes, especially if you're listening somewhere and you don't have a pen handy. So you can go to liveloveengagepodcast.com later on and you'll be able to get all that information. So um, thank you so much for spending some of your morning with us today and, and sharing what you're up to in the world. And, and, and especially I thank you for sharing a couple of those tips on how people can even just get started on their own. Because yeah, I agree with visualization. That is such a powerful tool. So I appreciate you doing that for us. Oh, Gloria, the other thing too, is there's a resources page on my website and it has some of the somatic practices that I teach people for regulating your nervous system and feeling safe in your body. People love those. And then there's some big breathwork practices for people who want to clear trapped emotion off of their body as well. So forgot to mention, those are some gifts there, but um, thank you for being so lovely and asking thoughtful questions. Well, thank you again, and and make sure everyone out there, you check out her website. And so it sounds like she's got some fabulous resources for you. And I do appreciate all of you listening and watching. And I hope if you received value today that you will share this with a friend. And until next time, as always, I encourage you to go out and live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. Did you know that a majority of entrepreneurs tend to discount the importance of their work and a good number feel their success is simply due to luck? I know from personal experience that self-doubt can keep you from having the kind of life and business you desire. That's why I've created a free guide called Uniquely You, how to move from self-doubt to self-love in four simple steps. To claim your free guide, go to liveloveengage.gift. That's liveloveengage.gift.